Action Gypsum Supply has been an independent Texas-based distributor for more than two decades. While so many suppliers are giving way to big corporations, Action Gypsum has remained independent and continues to grow. With Action Gypsum, you will find the most accepted metal framing to gypsum board products in the industry, along with all your ceiling, grid and tile, insulation, lath and stucco finishing needs. If your next project matters to you, then Action Gypsum wants to help. They have locations in Austin, Hutto, San Antonio, and Temple. Action Gypsum Supply is built to serve you. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Thank you, big voice. Welcome back. I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward. Phone lines always open. If you'd like to chime in, 512-834-1027. We'll have all the games this weekend, the divisional playoff games in the NFL. First game is Saturday afternoon, 3.30, the Texans at the Ravens. Ravens favored by nine. By the way, we'll be at Dirty Martin's place for our sister station, KOBJ, from five to seven. We'll be there at Dirty Martin's place to watch the games and broadcast on KOBJ. First game, Texans at Ravens. Nightcap on Saturday here on 1027. Packers at the 49ers. 49ers still nine and a half point favorites. In the Sunday games, the Bucks at the Lions in the early show. They play indoors. Lions favored by six and a half. And then the late show is going to be the Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills are favored by two and a half points. Now, the story about the weather, while Jeff is out of the room, I can say this without getting any ridicule from a guy who doesn't think the weather plays a part in anything. Here's the situation. A late, excuse me, a lake effect, L-A-K-E, a lake effect snow warning is in place in western New York, which includes Orchard Park, where the Bills' Highmark Stadium is located. That means Buffalo could receive one to three feet of snow, while additional storming could run the total to over four feet. The warning is in place until Thursday. That means the game between the Chiefs and the Bills, which kicks off at 6.30, or excuse me, 5.30 a Sunday, won't likely be affected by falling snow. But the home team may struggle getting its players and coaches into the team's facilities the next few days because of that snow. That's the weather report. Again, Patrick oh, Mahomes' boy. first true road playoff game in his career with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I said this earlier this week, Jeff. Pat Mahomes now has more playoff wins than Aaron Rodgers, Troy Aikman, or Roger Staubach, which is pretty pretty uh, incredible. That's your weather report. He, he, he doesn't have more wins than them combined. He has more wins than each one of them. Individually, yes. Yes, individually. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's like, that's ridiculous. That is that is unbelievable that that is tender age, still in his 20s. If Patrick Mahomes, I, this is an if, if Patrick Mahomes played one more year, would he go in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I think he probably would. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Uh, this How long st- will he play? I think he'll play because pretty long time. Because you can see, as yeah. great as he is, you know, I mean, he's... He exposes himself to injury constantly. Okay, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But um, as great as he is, you can see how what's around you can start to... I mean, it, it can't. you can't keep it going. You can't keep every Tyreek Hill and look what happens. Mm-hmm. 
it goes from averaging 38 points a game to 17 a game right. because of what's around. This is one of the greatest players to ever play the position. He's the most dynamic player ever to play the position well. And all of a sudden, I mean, so I, I wonder if I'd look at Patrick Mahomes, who does love to win. i got to say this about the guy, too. I wonder how long he plays. I think he plays a long time. You do? I do. I, I think I think he will. You think the two of them stayed, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes stayed together long over under five years? I think uh five I'd say Andy Reid's older. Andy Reid's gonna be he'll be in his seventies at that time, he's but not on your in five years. He's not on your program either. He's not. He's not on a road to health and fitness no, like he's I not, am. not a peer so. No. Uh I would say over under on Patrick Mahomes. Over over for Patrick Mahomes, under for Andy Reid. <sighs> Five. Five. Uh let's say eight. Uh I'm gonna say the under. Eight. I'd be surprised. I'd, I'd pray under, yeah, because you know. Why? Because I think He's been void of any major injury. Well, right. I say that now they're, you know, they're they're it's quarterback friendly, somewhat. Yeah, but it's you, not you a don't team see the big quarter, blows. It's not a team that can be quarterback friendly that long. Yeah. You just can't. Takes a good wide receiver. I'm I mean, not sure. They're they lose Travis a, Kelsey before long, as soon as the missus has a baby. Um, they're not married, Jeff. They're not. Oh, I for, I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to go that. AM radio on you. Yeah. Um, he can't. He's he's 34. Uh, the wide receivers are pretty awful right now, so I don't know. I I I, I can see him getting frustrated. Oh, I think he's frustrated uh, already. This year. You're right. He um, was frustrated. Yeah. He's been frustrated for weeks because of Yoko Swifto yep. and because Travis exactly. Kelsey is he's dropping everything. Is dropping passes this year, and he's frustrated at those wide receivers. And ironically, he had to depend on the running backs against Miami. Uh, California lawmakers want to ban tackle football for kids under the age of 12 to reduce brain injuries. Um, this was up until a Today. full assembly has only until the end of January to approve it. If they do, it goes to the Senate, then to Governor Gavin Newsom. Well, let's, here's an update on that. Gavin okay. Newsom. First of all, the, the law itself. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm not for kids under 12 playing tackle football. There's no upside. Yeah, I agree There's with no you. reason to. We're on the same page. And, on I, and I can almost promise you. If you line up a hundred former college or pro football players, ninety-eight of the one hundred would say no, don't do it. Right? Oh, don't do it. There's there was nothing to yeah. gain. It's not you don't learn. You know this idea. Here's my gotta, experience. And I've had, I've early, had one yeah. kid that played at a young age, yeah. a really young age, and they love to wear the gear. Yeah. Until you wear the gear enough and it's miserable. Mm -hmm. That's what little kids want to do. Then they want to fall on top of each other. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be a better tackler at 10 because you tackled somebody in full gear than you're going to be a good tackler at right. 17. It's not exactly a difficult game. And th there's, no, there's nothing to gain. That said... <sighs> Let me just interject here. I had one of my boys played when he was... I think twelve. Yeah, and it was Same a here. It was, it was, he played one year because he just pestered, 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 right. and he had a friend <laughs> named Isaiah Jones who oh, said, "Come okay. play." And he and Zay, well, that one's pretty good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm with you because every great coach I've ever talked to, Daryl Royal, Mac Brown, Mo High School coach Gordon, where they said you don't need that. No. They banned. They banned tackle football in my hometown when oh, I was a kid. Right? It, was, it was all flag yeah. football. Yeah, flag football. Yeah. Um, you know, even the NFL. Has you know they've NFL? I think the NFL was smart about this because I think two or three years ago I probably would have said 
man, there's a real risk that I'm not saying tackle football goes away, but the numbers have been dropping for some time. And the NFL smartly jumped on the flag bandwagon yeah. to keep people interested. Now, it's reached the point of absurdity because, you know, flag football is now going to be in the Olympics, which is one of the dumbest things it's I've dumb. ever heard. Yeah, that's dumb. It's almost as dumb as cornhole. But for... for <laughs> I like when you say that. <laughs> cornhole will be in the Olympics. Cornhole's in the Olympics. Stupid. Because we're going to win. Cornhole's at the bar. You, cornhole's before a football game for drunk people. It's not the Olympics. Yeah, but it will be in the Olympics because we're going to put every game that we can win in the Olympics. Damn right we will. Breakdancing is we're in America. the Olympics. We're America. That's right, well, skateboarding. There's some great French breakdancers oh, out there. Oh, shut up. You, Jean Leclerc? He's <laughs> he the greatest breakdancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jean uh, somebody Google greatest breakdancers. And you'll, you'll see Jean Leclerc. Uh, but from Paris, there is there's no reason to play tackle football. No. I don't even. I mean, you can make a pretty good argument until you're 15, and there's nothing to be gained. Um, that said, I don't know that you need to be making laws. Well, we got an update. Gavin yeah. Newsom, the governor of California and wannabe president, yeah. says he will not sign the proposed ban on tackle football for kids under 12, ending advocates' short-lived hopes of having the bill becoming law. He says, quoting now, I will not sign legislation that bans football. I am deeply concerned about the health and safety of our young athletes, but an outright ban is not the answer. So, <sighs> Yeah, I kind of agree with him. Th that said, I mean, I, I wish... I he, he starts talking about parents, too. That's unlike uh, a lot. Of, he starts talking about parents' rights and yeah. stuff. He's running for president. You know, he, he's, he and Greg Abbott are running those those shadow campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, he, I agree with you. I think that is exactly why he said yeah. that and did that. Is but parents' rights. Yeah. <laughs> he says we'll consult with our health and sports medicine experts, coaches, parents, and community leaders. Yeah, da 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 da. One of them would say, "Don't play." Mm -hmm. I mean, find me a physician that wouldn't say, "Yeah, it's a really bad idea." I'll tell you when it's a worse idea, when what? you're about 18. It doesn't end well. It doesn't. I mean, we can all, the NFL, all of us can turn away and say, oh, we got better equipment. We do. Oh, we're doing a better job of tackling. We do. You run into people enough, you're going to get concussions. You still struggle with that, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, but I don't know that the risk... Uh, I'm not sure I'd know that the that we know the risk is that great at 10. I mean, I told my one of my sons, who was a beast, man. I mean, I thought he was hurting people. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't worried about him. I got where I was like, oh, no, this is not going well. This yeah. is terrible. But I told him, I said, you know, because they, kids of all ages now, here, coaches try. I'll say coaches and most people are really aware mm -hmm. Um it's not like it was 15 or 20 no, years no, ago, or is it no. the I, former junior high player? I played, I got, I woke up in a hospital. I was completely knocked out, dead to the world. Woke up in a hospital. To this day, I can't remember one of the times what happened. I played the next week. How stupid is that? Hmm. Nobody That's, said You played nothing. the next week? The next week. Nobody wow. said no. That was high school? Yeah. I mean, all I remember is the neurologist's um, now, he didn't, I don't know that he knew I was going to play the next week, but I do, the neurologist said, 
at the time, he said, well, here's what we do now. You're going to get them more often. Yeah. I remember him telling me that. Yeah. And um, How many was your total number of? Well, I was hospitalized twice. Mm-hmm. Um, many people don't. Let me just interject. Jeff was a wide receiver at Westlake High School, and he got smacked one time by Thurman Thomas from Willow Ridge. Jeff then played college football. He was recruited, if I could be your PR agent. Thank you. He was recruited both as a wide receiver and a kicker at places like SMU and Rice, but he went to Texas where he was just a kicker. Yes. Never went re- woke up. Yeah. Yeah. In too many bad. I mean, yeah. even my dad said, is this the way you really want to, you want to get knocked out some more? Mm-hmm. But um, what we don't know is why someone like me or even someone like Troy Aikman. Yeah who was knocked out of the game, or Roger Stallback, who was knocked out of the game, finally after all those concussions, was enough. Why that person is not suffering horribly from CTE, mm-hmm. yet a teammate of mine who I played against in high school, played with him at Texas, he didn't. He started some, died of CTE at 45. Yeah. So what they can't tell you is why some, you know, it's like Alzheimer's, I assume. It is. You why just, you why somebody, the switch would turn and somebody else, but you live in fear that, you right. know, I'm going to end up like that. And we know, and you, you, we know people today oh, walking right. around, UT players, pro players, some are just with it, with it, with it, with right. it, with it, and others are just. Others are out of it. Just, just in a really, really bad way. It, it ends in a bad way. Yeah. Um. But I, I don't know. I don't know if kids at ten are getting more concussions. I'm just saying, if you if you're trying to become a better football player in general, run and catch. You, you tackling is not really tough. Mm. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. There's there's no advantage to tackling people in full gear at twelve. Mm-hmm. There's no advantage at fourteen. It doesn't matter. Can you run and play? Can you run and play? And at age fifteen or whatever, when you get to high school. They can teach you to tackle properly. Right. Period. That's it's not what, real tough. Yeah, yeah. It's not real tough. Um, so I I mean, I think, I think telling people not to play tackle football is not a bad idea. I, I don't think you need a law. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, we have laws about transgendered athletes, so whatever. Which we should. They should not be showering oh, in the same place as our young men and females oh, are. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. You believe in that? You really believe that? I think they shouldn't be showering. Yeah. With that, it's not happening. It it's happened maybe once or twice in this country. <laughs> Is that so? Okay, right. So we have, but God knows we have laws about that. We do have we laws, have laws about, that. about that. But if you say tackle football, freedom, freedom. That's Gavin Newsom. Freedom. That? I know, freedom. I know, I know, yeah. I know what he's trying to do. I agree with you. I know what he's. I know where he's going with this. Yeah. But I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's not, not more. There's not more of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I even brought it up one time. I think I did a rant about this on a podcast that here's Greg Abbott. You know, oh my gosh, we can't have these athletes taking over women's sports. You act as if someone's going to try to drown my daughter at a swim meet or something. But yet, every Friday and Saturday, you got people knocking each other out all over the place. Yeah, the percentage of da- the danger. Is far greater on Friday nights and Saturday afternoons than it is somebody hurting my daughter in a high school swim meet. Mm-hmm. Come on. 512-834-1027. So tackle football is saved in the saved. great state of California. Uh, oh, my Gavin Newsom. Like Gavin. got like Braveheart on us. That's right. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. 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 Strange story out of Indianapolis. Colts owner Jim Irsay was found unresponsive and struggling to breathe before being transported to a 
hospital by paramedics last month following a suspected overdose. Yeah, Jim's got problems. He was found lying in bed and was cold to the touch when emergency personnel reached him on the morning of December 8th, according to a report furnished by Carmel, Indiana Police. An officer wrote in the report, the Ursa's pulse was weak and slow. He was turning blue. Uh, they What, they gave him Narcan? Yeah, they did. Uh, so this guy... I think he's he's 64, 63, and he looks Going like he's on 84. And there was a great piece on Bryant Gumbel's show, Real Sports. We talked about Real Sports on that's HBO. That's when he said that he is targeted because he's a white billionaire? Yeah, that's when he said that's what oh he said. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And uh, He said that he is stopped and targeted because he's a white billionaire. Mm-hmm. That's when he was pulled over, yeah. That's what he yeah, said. That's a big problem in this he, country. He lives... In a palace, it is the damnedest yes. looking house I've ever seen with moats and water features moats. and things. Yeah, moats. He's got a full gym. He's got an ice rink. He's got an ice, ice rink. rink. Yeah, he's got an ice rink. He was on his Zamboni. Wasn't he just skating instead of getting high all yeah. the time? Well, he gets high all the time. His his passion is music. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I know he's got like the largest collection of Jimi Hendrix stuff in the yes. world. I mean, it's pretty cool. But yeah. if this were a player, this has now happened a few times. One time, years ago, he stopped with cash, drugs, pills, pills everywhere, right? Everywhere. Yeah. If it had been a player, they would have been suspended. Talk shows would be calling them punks and thugs and all that stuff. Yeah. Jim has now had multiple run-ins. If it were a player, he, dudes are betting 15 bucks and they get zapped. on an app, yeah. and they get zapped and yeah. lose their livelihood. Uh, he's 64 years old. His net worth is $4.3 billion. How? Guess where he matriculated. Guess what college he went to. I didn't know this before. I just on, saw this. Let me think. Faber College? Where something is good, knowledge is knowledge good. Knowledge is good? No, he went to the Faber College of uh, the Metroplex. He went to SMU. Okay. I didn't know he went to SMU. And so he went on to work and earn all this money. He is did. He did. Is he worked so? his hard. He w- worked his way. Started as an assistant video operator uh-huh. and worked his way up I see. until his father died. died and he the owner of the Colts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Father owned the owned the yeah. Colts. Yeah. Sad. Deal. He's a piece of work, man. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to. I'm afraid that's not going to end well. No. No. It's not going to end well. I had some messages here. Let's see. I had messages. Okay. It's got to, messages. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, la, 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 la. Messages. Oh, oh back, on, back on uh, the TCU deal, TCU women's basketball team, they've uh, forfeited two games because they don't have enough players to, to fill a team. That's five. Uh, and we talked about uh, the Texas coach who had the, had the tryouts and they had the, uh, the cheerleader played for Bob Weltlick, a cheerleader, and also get that. some guys to identify as female. You can do that, fill your team out. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Get some guys that identify as females go play on for TCU. Okay. <laughs> is it really, is that happening? No. No, no it's, it's just, not again, make it all up. That's and then not happening. Fear-mongering. Freak out, just, freak out. That was a joke. It's I, not, know, I know, it's I know. I know. I call politics in this state. It's old lady freak out politics. Yeah. Uh, here you go. Uh, at Eric Shipman 6. Yo, Jeff. Yo. Line question here. What is your opinion of Pinot Noirs? You know, those I like are... Pinot Noirs. Um, I think it's great. I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough grape to grow uh, because of the climate. And knock yourself out. There's no... There's only a few wrong answers when it comes to wine. It's like art. You like what you like. 
Mm-hmm. The mistake that people make is not learning enough and trying enough. Mm-hmm. The wrong answer is always Chardonnay and a few of those. Those are wrong. That's despicable. That's always wrong. It's not okay. I know a lot okay. of women like Chardonnay. Well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> but Pinot Noirs are great. It's just not... It's not um, I, it's not it's not full enough for my taste, but sure they're expensive. There's some greats. It's a Santa Lucia. We went to the uh, some vineyards out there, okay. outside Carmel and Monterey. Yeah. Went to a festival. Colder, going to be colder in wetter climates because of right? the grape size. Yes, oh, yeah, those are giant grapes too. Oh. Um, yeah, it's I don't I don't know enough about. If you're asking me, do I know enough about Pinot Noirs to tell you? No, but my sommelier friend says. Ask questions. My favorite Pinot was Morgan. Morgan, you can get you it. You know what you're talking about? Or you're yeah, just making dude. that up. Right no, now? no, no, no. Okay. We had some wine from Morgan. Okay. Yeah, and everything. Uh, we had the story it's about great Pinot uh, Noirs. I hear. We had the story about Sideways. You'll learn all you need to know about yes. Pinot Noirs by watching Sideways. We had the story about the reporter today in Tampa who asked Todd Bowles the head football coach of the Buccaneers how they were going to cope with the cold weather in Detroit. Yeah, this is very sexy. And this was read this tweet. at Jeff Ward Show, yeah. at Ed Clements 590. Do you guys think this reporter was some sort of smoke show? What does that mean? What else would she, why else would he be <laughs> so nice? Hot. We need pictures. Yeah. Pardon me? Uh, he means, you think no one's laughing at her and let her finish the sentence because she's hot. Okay. What do you think? I have no opinion. It's probably a fair assumption. That she's But, I mean, still, it doesn't mean somebody shouldn't say, hey, don't go there, don't go there. I mean... Seemed like somebody would help a report out, say, hey, they play inside. But then she said, well, I'm talking about when they go up. No, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of buildup to it. Um, How... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think your comment. I mean, she may be a hot news. I don't know. She was sent there, and she knows enough. Oh, you're playing in the Northeast, so she just assumes you're going to be, you know, playing so in the like North, Buffalo. North, it's not Northeast. North, sorry, North. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You, yeah. I think she was there because of the weather angle story oh, about you Kansas weather. City. Yeah. Da 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 da. And she was just, she was there, and she probably it was it was a news conference about football, and she starts talking about the damn weather. But she said. It's thirteen. What she said. It's thirteen in Detroit now. That's not as low as some places. So, she had done some homework. Yeah. How long have they been? Has it been Ford Field for? Oh my God! Have they been there years? I can't. I can't remember a game outside. Has there in, ever been a Detroit, Detroit game outside? Well, sure there have. When Bobby, great Bobby Lane, former Longhorn number what twenty-two, year would that be? fifty-seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, they used to play outside, but they played indoors a long time. George Plimpton on that. George Plimpton, the paper. Yeah. Paper Lion, Paper Tiger, Paper, great movie, I, great I, movie. I don't ever. I've never seen a Detroit game in my life where they've been outside. No, I don't think it's been in my I, lifetime. I, I, I can't remember Minnesota, yes, but not Detroit. In fact, I would say, just for trivia's sake, I, I'm not sure it's not one of the first few domes that we've had. I'm not saying it was the first, but I, I think the Astrodome was. I the know first. that, but. It feels oh. like Detroit has been—it's been an indoor. Because I remember the Detroit there was a huge storm Lions. right about one of the Super Bowls, which may have been the 49ers and the Bengals. Cincinnati which, Bengals, yeah, yes. which is one of the best yeah. Super Bowls of all time. And Anderson, when they drive Montana, takes them down to score late in the game. I believe the conversation was about there was a huge storm all across, and then it was about 
how, boy, we're lucky to be playing here. All right, so tell I've me the it. trivia. Let's In have it. In 1975, Jeff, the Lions moved to the Pontiac Silverdome, where they okay. played 37 years. Then in 2002, the team moved back to downtown Detroit and a new dome stadium. Okay. So it's been since 1975. But the Super Bowl has been there several times. I think just once. At Silverdome. Let me go. I think it's just been once. It was the greatest game, one of the best Super Bowls of all time. Mm-hmm. My point was, why couldn't you Google this on your new laptop? My new laptop. Yeah. My computer. What were, what's the order of dome stadiums in the United States? First, order second, third, fourth, and fifth, please. Go. Of dome. It's going to be the Astrodome. Which would be the late 60s? That's 65. What games are there right now? What game is there this weekend? Tractable. The, the Texans playing in the dome? No, no. The Texans are playing on the road, Jeff. They're playing in <laughs> <I> Baltimore. <laughs> order of dome state, dome Thank stadiums. Thank you for that. You... In What's in the dome you. this weekend? What's going on there? Like a Metallica rats. concert? Uh, we got a metal concert. What is it? Mm. First dome stadiums in the United States. Please hurry up. Okay, I got it, Jeff. Thanks for asking. All right, thank and you. I was right. Right yet again, the Astrodome All right. is, um, is the oldest. Two? Astrodome was the first domed first. air-conditioned stadium. Superdome is two. Superdome. Now Mercedes-Benz something. Okay. Here, here, you've got here. I got it right here. We'll do it. You've then. got Allegiant Stadium, the Las Vegas Raiders. That's n- AT and T Stadium, the Cowboys, sir, Caesars, sir, New, sir, uh, Saints, sir. Ford Field, Detroit. Could somebody else help Lucas me Lucas Oil please. Stadium, yes, right, Mercedes Benz, Atlanta, Dome, NRG, SoFi, State talking, Farm, sir. Arizona, and U.S. Bank Stadium, Minnesota. So the Astrodome is first. First, yes. yeah. the Silverdome second. Okay. Okay. Caesars Superdome, the Kingdome. Uh, if you want to say yeah. Olympic Stadium in Montreal, uh-huh. if okay, not wait, the it goes, Metrodome. It goes Astrodome, then Silverdome, Silver which Dome. was Detroit. Yes. That Detroit was, ten, was number two. Ten, ten years. Ten years. I said that. Okay, great. I'm glad. It was 65 and 75. Third was what? Uh, Superdome. Superdome in New Orleans. Okay. It's been there a long time. And then the Kingdome. In Seattle. I don't remember They're that. They're outdoors now. They're outdoors now, yeah. It's a cool stadium. And then... Uh, oh, remember those indoor games? Remember they, uh, yeah, I remember those indoor games. What with. talking about? Those Seattle when they played indoors, I remember that. I remember Jim Zorn, Bo- uh, 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 Jim Zorn. Oh yeah, Brian Jackson and uh, that's R- Bosworth. Right. Yeah, okay, but they're outside now. Okay, yeah. number five is the Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, and, and then count. Uh, the Metrodome in Minneapolis. Okay, and then the RCA Dome, which is RCA uh, uh, in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Is Indianapolis. Now it's called yeah. Well, now they have Lucas Oil Stadium, okay. and then Georgia Dome, huh. Georgia Dome, that's Tropicana good. Field. That was that was baseball. That's baseball. Uh, the Dome at America's Center, St. Louis, the Rams. That's okay. when the Rams had a franchise. And then Ford Field. Ford Field. There you go. Thank you very much. A lot Thank of trivia there. That inside well, there. That was fascinating. And the best of those stadiums would be SoFi now. I've, I've flown over SoFi. I hadn't been there before. SoFi. The best? The b- b- newest, most beautiful. Yeah. And the Vegas has a new beautiful stadium too, which I'm not. Where the Super Bowl is. Where the Super Bowl is this year, the Louisiana Superdome is old. It is old, baby. It is old. That's where the remember the Katrina refugees were housed there. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, they were housed there during the. They had a hurricane, Jeff. Remember that? I do know that. Thank you for that. Okay, thank you. During the Bush Bush presidency. Yeah, it was his fault. Oh yeah. Dr. Fauci and George Bush. <laughs> George Fauci and Bush. Uh, all right. <laughs> they did everything wrong. It's, uh, it's now Mercedes-Benz. No, it's not Caesars now. It's called Caesars. Oh, it Caesar's is? Sportbook. Caesars Sportbook. Caesars, Caesars, Caesars Superdome. Yeah, Caesars. Caesars, oh. yeah. Because there's a Caesars 
right down the Thank street from where I say. I, I can understand these. I can put these. Yeah, two there's things. a Harrison. There's a Caesar's. Got it. Thank you very much. And why did see? Why is the name Caesar's now? Because they paid for the naming rights. Thank Jeff. you for that too. Yes. Why is Amazing. the De- Dell Diamond Learning still so the Dell Diamond? My gosh. Because make it stop. they spent, I think, a million dollars a year for the oh naming rights. Oh my gosh! Make it stop. Yes. I'm just trying to. Get Thank you, you for that. I'm trying to educate you, my friend. Uh, rankings of the quarterbacks left in the playoffs. Here we'll be back. We'll be Yahoo back Sports. after. We got to take a break. Save that. This call a tease. I'm. I'm really want to know the rankings of the quarterbacks left. We got to take a break. When we come wow. back, Jeff will reveal the rankings of the quarterbacks. It doesn't take a brain agree. surgeon to figure this one out. Yes, actually, we, it does. Does it? Well, yeah, you're probably I right. I don't agree. I'm trying to think. Are there any weak links out there in the remaining teams? I, how I'd love to have your answer. Pe- how many people would have C.J. Stroud ahead of Brock Purdy? We'll have more when we return to 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. All right, here you go. Yahoo Sports uh, ranks. Here's one reality, you know, and I, I mean, it's you'd have a hard time to find the last time a team was deep into the NFL playoffs and it was a bad quarterback. I mean, it, you'd be you'd struggle to name that person. I don't even know when it was. Everyone's going to say Trent Dilfer back when they won the Super Bowl. Though those are few and far between. It doesn't even happen anymore. So it's it's almost a little absurd to to rank them now, but. Was the last bad quarterback? Tim Tebow. Oh, not a Super Bowl. I thought you said yeah, in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. So they won the Broncos with Tim Tebow won one game in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. That was a bad quarterback for I sure. You just meant playoff wins. No, no, no. I know, I know. I, that's not a bad example. That's the last bad one. What's the question? I said you'd be hard pressed to find a team in the playoffs with a bad quarterback. And Tim Tebow was accurately thrown out there. They mm-hmm. won, actually. He won they the first did. game. Yeah. He, in fact, he had a late pass. For the Broncos. And then yeah. that was it. He was, yeah, he was uh, after a year. They that. got rolled the next week. So, was that the last bad? What name another bad quarterback in the playoffs? It didn't, there's no such thing. <sighs> no. Even a bad team like Tampa Bay had Tom Brady. That's bad teams. Well, good yeah, quarterback. that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking an example of a bad, bad team. Bad team, yeah. Bad team. No. Mm-hmm. Some good quarterbacks play bad. I gave you Dak Prescott last week. Didn't okay. play great. But any anybody, I can't even think of anyone mediocre. There's got to be some mediocre guys in there. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. All right, right here now. they go, eight through one as of now. I would say, can I make a guess on number one? No, no, don't, don't do one. That would be silly. We kind of got that Want one. Want me to do eight? eight? Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is number eight. Thank you okay. very much. Give me a little credit there, man. I'm not, because I don't agree with that. Oh, I do. Do you want know what his numbers are? He's passed for 4,044 yards. You want to have any games they won? Stop with that. So, well, wait a minute. Dak Prescott threw for 400 yards on Sunday, right? If you're going strictly on that, he was the best quarterback on the field that day. Baloney. <laughs> he wasn't. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, yeah. 
I think their problem was not Dak Prescott. I it think was. it might have been tackling people running with the ball. Agreed, but Dak did. All right. Uh, they ranked Baker Mayfield number eight. Okay. Okay. You know, s- completed 64% of his passes this year, 28 touchdowns. It's good. It's, uh, he, look, as I've said all along, He's a good player stuck on really bad teams. He was stuck in the dark hole that is Cleveland at one time. Right. All right, so he's number eight. Number seven. Brock Purdy. Jared Goff? I do not agree with that at all. Yeah. I I think Jared Goff is underrated almost always. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. He's not number seven. Guy's been in a Super Bowl before, too. (sighs) Number six. Brock Purdy. Jordan Love. Wow. I wow. would go Jordan Love 8. I would rank Jordan Love below Baker. I'd, low, I I'd, I'd have him 8. I'd, they'd be running 7 and 8 to me, yeah. Yeah. Um, totally forgot about Jordan Love. He was the number 26 pick in the draft in 2020, which really made Aaron Rodgers mad. Um, look, he, he's been really good the last several weeks, but there was a point this season where I thought he was going to lose his job. Uh, they got him at number 6. Number 5. I would I would have this guy even lower than this, Josh Allen. Even Josh there, Allen is you, you the hardest. Listen, I know, just, look, I know. just look what okay. he did. I know on Monday evening, he you willed go, that team to victory because he runs through walls and stuff, and he scored touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, I know he's got a neck roll. Did you happen to hear see Pat McAfee today? Mitch Morris was Austin, and on Pat McAfee show, you know you can cuss on that show, and Mitch Morris, who's a really really good guy. Uh, from here in Austin, big, big guy. He said, I can't say the word, but he, he said today, we've been begging that blanker Josh Allen to slide once in a while. <laughs> he just runs dudes over. Yeah. I mean, he's a freak. Yeah. I get it. But he is a turnover machine. Okay? At times just he saying, is when he's pressured. Yeah. Gonna, if they don't win at all, it more than likely is going to be because he makes some sort of crazy mistake. Jeff, remember against Miami a week ago. They lost... To the Jets. Right. They lost to the Jets. Okay. But against Miami, I was going to, he had a fumble and two interceptions in the first half when they could have blown that thing wide open. But no. They, I mean, still in, won. in fairness, I mean, look, the guy is, he's a freak. He'll make two ridiculous mistakes and then he'll make two ridiculous players. Yeah. And it might include him running over like nine people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or outrunning them. <laughs> All right. So he's number five. Oh, I, no, that's too, that's too high. You think? He's, um, there's people again, that think the guy's the greatest, and there's people that think he's dangerous. I tend to lean on the dangerous side. He's great, but dangerous. Yeah. Uh, number four, they rank Brock Purdy. I, I Brock Purdy's got such a great supporting cast, as we said all year long. And he, he runs the game beautifully, but he's not a spectacular quarterback. The wow factor is not there with Brock Purdy. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. I mean, right. we consider Joe Montana. Here's the, one of the things I, I would argue with a lot of people. In many cases, we consider Joe Montana to be one of the two best to ever play the game. Agreed. Although Joe Montana said when he was asked recently, he said Dan, Dan Marino is the best quarterback ever to play, yeah. which I kind of agree with. Uh, Dan Marino never if, won a if Super If you Bowl. stuck Dan Marino with the San Francisco 49ers that Joe Montana played with, they would win multiple Super Bowls. Never. Yeah, Joe, Dan Marino never won Super Bowl. I know, but if you put him oh, in San Francisco, of course he, would he would Oh, yeah. Put so him what in I'm Dallas, is, he would have. Yeah. What, what, you know, what we say about Brock Purdy now is he has a – Joe Montana did the same thing. Look what he had around him. 
He had Jerry the best Rice. receiver right. ever to play the game. Yeah, had a great tight end. He had a out-of-this-world tight end. Yeah. He had an out-of-this-world pass-catching running back in Roger Craig. Yeah. He had an out-of-this-world fullback, Tom Rathman. And he had John Taylor and Dwight Clark. Yeah. So today, Brock Purdy, it's ironic, he is surrounded by that kind of talent again, with George Kittle and all that, and, and McCaffrey both, and all that. I mean, they both had offensive-minded coaches with yeah. Shanahan and then Bill Walsh. But, I mean, Joe Montana, I, I met him, and if you just saw him from behind, you'd think he's some accountant over there at Dell. Mm-hmm. He, he was one of the greatest game managers of all time. The same. That, yeah. oh, the the um, storyline is the same. Brock Purdy no is surrounded argument. by incredible talent, so he doesn't get the credit he deserves. But Montana was surrounded by the greatest talent the game has ever known, but we give all the credit to mm-hmm. Montana. Mm-hmm. Bradshaw had great talent around him. Correct. With a great wide receiver. and a great running back. All right, so number three. How about this? That's my C.J. Stroud. Wow. A rookie at number three of the remaining quarterbacks. I don't. Can you argue? Dudes, hot. Dudes, he keeps high, opening high up games by throwing seventy-five yard touchdown passes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Who gets two and one? Is who, who's one and two? Is it? I just. I, is it Lamar? In terms or of is how, it here's what's lame. In terms of how they're playing right now, you're gonna yell at me. C.J. Stroud is playing better than Patrick Mahomes. I would agree with that, okay. Jeff. I, I would mean, agree. He with is. That. Yeah, he is. I, there, there's there's no one hotter than yeah. C.J. Stroud right now. And. and there's not a player hotter than C.J. Stroud. had a benefit, I think, of the best defense in the, uh, the, the, the maybe not as good as San, close to San Francisco. The defense, Kansas City defense. Uh, Jared Goff is playing better than Patrick Mahomes. Jared Goff is playing at a high level. Okay, yeah, Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm not saying at the at their entire career. I'm right. just saying right now. Look, Patrick Mahomes has the liability of not having a whole lot around him, except for a Hall of Fame tight end who's doing other stuff. All right, number two, then, of course, would be Lamar Jackson. I think he's – I don't think that's accurate either. Um, he's got a ton of talent around him. I don't know if they get Mark Andrews back or – I guess not. I don't know what that status is. And then they say Patrick Mahomes is number one. I mean, he barely had more yards this year than Baker Mayfield. He had 4,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 picks. Maybe he's getting credit picks because is not a great year. He does not have a dominant wide receiver, and his tight end, excuse me, his tight end is not catching the ball as he usually does. I don't know. Plus, maybe they give him credit because a chunk of his helmet got knocked out in the game. His stats aren't that much different than Baker Mayfield. No, doesn't sound like it. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be. I'm, I'm really not... into stats today. I really into stats. Right. Really, I got some issues. I don't know. Where do you carry that over to your real life and everything? Your stats, you know? Everything about stats now? <laughs> Wait, what? Well, like you, when you order at a restaurant, you look at the yeah, caloric count a lot and I talk do. about the ramifications of eating that piece I don't, of meat or whatever. I look at the, Well, I don't eat the piece of meat, first mm-hmm. of all. It's not a problem. But yeah, yeah. I do look at the stats. Absolutely. What In about fact, the women you date? You look at the stats there, too? Net worth? Net worth? I should. Well, you, this, you know. It's highly hey. recommended. <laughs> it's highly recommended. Highly recommended. Yeah. Well, that's interesting that they have... Uh, wine Spectator, look at the stats. Do you? Yeah, I trust it. I do. It's a leading uh, wine magazine, is it? I, yeah, trust it. Mm-hmm. More times than not, trust it. Yeah. Do they Yelp have a reviews? category for wine Wine uh, ratings for like bottles under $15? 
Something like that. Sometimes, or, yeah. Yeah, there's an app. Well, there's a lot of apps now. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. You've you seen go those? Yeah. yeah. Remember, I remember the days when you would take a picture of a label. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd take a screenshot of it. Now, you can take the picture of the label, and there's an app that will tell you all about it, what you could get at retail, what the the mm. points are for it. It's really cool. If you could only do that for quarterback prospects, you know what I mean? Take a picture. Yeah. Ying, ying, ying. I, I'm here to tell you there's, um, if I were ranking these... If Lamar it were the Jackson hottest quarter- number one, CJ Stroud would be my number one. Yeah. He's the hottest quarterback in the field right now. I guess I, w- I was referring to the Lamar entire Jackson body doesn't of work. have to play much. Well, the entire body of work this year. Yeah, yeah. But Lamar CJ Stroud is number one out of this world. Great. I mean, think about that matchup this weekend. You get Lamar Jackson and CJ Stroud. Fun. And know. you can hear that game right here. No way. Lamar Jackson, C.J. Stroud, right. under 1027 ESPN, Saturday afternoon. So don't watch it. Listen to it. Well, you can listen. You can watch with me. I'll be at Dirty Martin's Place. Oh. And you're invited to Dirty's once again for the 85th time for the KLBJ Show, 5 to 7, okay. Dirty Martin's Place. Are we talking golf? No. Well, we're going to talk a little golf and a lot of football. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm afraid the Texans. I keep it's saying smoked. the Texans have a right to say that's been good enough. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to, but they don't. No. We got to take a break after this break. More. The anti Cowboys. More. The anti Cowboys. Damn straight. Great quarterback, an up and coming young coach. We'll be back with more after this on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Say it again, big boy. One more time. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Jeff, I'm headed to... Three minutes of that, dude. I know. I'm headed to the Longhorn game. Texas versus Central Florida, the new member of the Big 12. 7 o'clock tip-off time. Longhorns favored by 8.5. They're coming off an unbelievably disappointing loss at the hands of West Virginia. They're a paltry 1-2 and in league play. Remember, this this is no pushover. UCF defeated Kansas last week. So it ought to be a good game. 7 o'clock, Irwin Center. I'll see you there. I'm not going. You're not going to go? Yeah. Would you like to go? Thanks for saying no. I got an old press patch you can put on with my picture. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You love a side that says press on it. (laughs) Press, press, Press. pull. (laughs) Uh, This is a really good cut. This is on uh, Twitter or X or whatever. Um, At T3 Monahan says, Peyton Manning was not Peyton Manning in the last Super Bowl. Does that count? It's a really good point. He was mediocre. Third and eight, they're running the ball. Yeah, I think yeah. he only threw like 12 passes. Yeah, yeah he didn't throw many passes. <laughs> uh, that, that's a that's really a good, good point. point. I mean, he was the guy, I remember him later saying he couldn't even tie his shoes. He couldn't do anything. He just said, go hand off. We'll play defense. They do one. That's exactly what they, they did. What year was that? A few years ago. Feels yeah. like forever ago. It does. All right, we got to go. Uh, thanks so much. We'll see you tomorrow here on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.